Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. This week's episode marks the return of a certain blue hedgehog. And I think everyone can guess where this one's going. So I think it's appropriate to announce the movie. Starring Ben Schwartz, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, Idris Elba, James Marsden, Tika Sumter, and Jim Carrey. This is the 2022 Jeff Fowler-directed Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Sonic the Hedgehog, voiced by Ben Schwartz, is back. But also returning is his nemesis, Dr. Robotnik, played by Jim Carrey, who is returning to Earth with a brand new partner in crime, Knuckles, who is voiced by Idris Elba. Luckily for Sonic, he joins up with a new ally as well, and that is Miles Tails Prower, who is voiced by longtime Tails voice actor Colleen O'Shaughnessy. Also returning as Sonic the Hedgehog's adopted parents are Tom, played by James Marsden, and Maddie, played by Tika Sumter. The plot really is quite simple for this one. Dr. Robotnik wants to kill Sonic, he brings Knuckles along with him, and both are seeking the Master Emerald, which is a combination of all of the original seven Chaos Emeralds from the Sonic the Hedgehog game to make whoever possesses this emerald to have godlike powers. Along the way, Sonic finds out the true meaning of family and what it means to have responsibility for your actions. So I really wish that I could say more about the plot, but the plot for this one really is very simple. We still have the fish out of water type of humor, but it seems like a lot of the humor is lessened compared to the first film. It's really not as jokey. It seems like they focus more on the action this time around, which really isn't a bad decision. I personally think that I enjoyed the first one a little bit more than Sonic the Hedgehog 2, but that really doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy this one. It was a fun family film. I usually adjust my expectations on this type of movie, also adding to the fact that it has video game origins. As most of us know, a lot of the video game films don't really work, mostly because they try to fit in a whole bunch of story elements that weren't present in the original source material. Some things, such as Sonic the Hedgehog, it has a story, sure, but the stories are very loose. There's a lot of things they could borrow from, a lot of the various reinterpretations throughout the years, or even the Archie Comics comic book series. There's also a couple animated shows that they can borrow from, so there really is a lot of source material. It really is kind of nice that they simplified things. They kept a lot of the story, and they do try to add character development, but it honestly feels like a film that is for the fans. The first Sonic the Hedgehog film definitely had that vibe about it, especially when they delayed the film many months specifically to fix the character design of Sonic. A lot of people hated the realistic look of Sonic the Hedgehog in the first trailer. Me, I thought it looked okay, it didn't bother me so bad, but the Sonic the Hedgehog diehards were upset, and understandably so. It was that initial course correction that really made it feel like this one was for the fans. They weren't trying to do anything that fans and Sega wouldn't approve of. I myself was always going to see the Sonic the Hedgehog films no matter what. For one, because of AMC A-List, 
because I was curious of how the film would actually turn out with a game series that started out not really having much of a story in general. It did, but it wasn't really present as you were playing the game. And the last reason of why I was going to see this film is because of Jim Carrey. I was curious to see his take on Dr. Robotnik. What's nice with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is that we finally get a video game accurate looking Dr. Robotnik. Of course, this was teased at the end of Sonic 1. It's just nice to actually have him look the way Robotnik is supposed to look, even if he didn't gain the weight just yet. It's up in the air if there will be another Robotnik in another Sonic film. They may not use Robotnik specifically because of Jim Carrey stating that he has intentions to retire from acting. It would be a little strange for me to see him end his career as Dr. Robotnik in Sonic the Hedgehog 2, but hey, at least he went out in a role that at least resembled his physical comedy from his earlier films. It's Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey. While it may annoy some people, it's nice to see that he still has it. One of the biggest surprises for me was hearing Idris Elba voice Knuckles. I was really impressed that he actually took it seriously. He wasn't really playing it up for laughs, even though some of the things that Knuckles says is pretty funny because he simply doesn't understand. So we're getting a little bit of that fish out of water style humor, but we're also getting a very, very good voice work performance from Elba. The other nice thing is character development. They are trying to make Sonic a little bit more mature, they have him painted up here as a rebellious teenager, and while a mature Sonic would be fine, you still need to have that juvenile humor because it's inherent to the character and how he's been depicted after all these years. Sonic was a part of the attitude generation of character-based video games. I honestly really wouldn't want to see that changed. It did make me laugh a little bit that Sonic is given a with great power comes great responsibility style mentoring with the scriptwriters not saying those exact words but doing a nice reinterpretation of that style of speech. The surprising thing with Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2 is that there's a lot of world building going on. It's not exactly deep but they are establishing a nice world here as far as the rings and how you can go to different places. Of course, a lot of that was in the first film, but with this one, I got the sense that they're really building a unique world here, and the worlds are inspired by the video games themselves, so there's a lot of nice little Easter eggs thrown throughout. We got a lot of that in the first film, and it's no different here in the second one. I'll leave it up to you, especially if you're a fan, to pick them out. The references are pretty obvious, and some of the more obscure ones might make you smile a little bit too. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 at the end of the day is a sequel, so it should be of no surprise that this goes for a bigger and better load it with more action type of approach. In taking that kind of approach for a sequel, you often lose a little bit along the way. It's no exception with Sonic the Hedgehog 2. A lot of the jokes and character development are shortchanged, and it's all in the name of more action. There's nothing too over the top, so if you have a family, you have kids that want to go see it, if you saw the first one, you can definitely see the second one. It's nothing that is too overly violent. 
They don't even have guns in the movie, all they have is tasers. A lot of people are getting tased. As far as special effects, I think the characters as well as the various worlds, they really do look better than ever here. Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, everybody still looks overly animated, but they should because we're going for that animated look, we're not going for a realistic look. There's realistic touches to all of the characters. They never really lose their cartoony look, which is actually a great decision. I wouldn't have minded those more realistic looking CGI creations, but I can buy it better here for a film where I know that it's pure fantasy than some other CGI that I saw in films that looked overly poor. For the most part, everything looks exactly the way it should. Overall, this is definitely a fun family film that parents can take their kids to and not have to worry about anything being too offensive or too much for the kids. It's mostly a joy to sit through. My only real complaint with this one is that it was a little shortchanged all in the name of action, but you know, it is a sequel, so everything has to be bigger and better than the first film. If you do go to see Sonic the Hedgehog 2, I do recommend sitting through the end credits. The stinger scene is definitely one that will surprise a lot of fans and gives an interesting promise of what Sonic the Hedgehog 3 might offer us. I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. If you don't do the whole social media thing and would like to reach out to me, you can do so at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying my podcast, why not tell a friend about it? Tell two friends for that matter. Or if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to continue to create new content and reach new listeners. But with that being said, be kind and good night.